Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling. Join Andy Schneider, National Spokesperson for the USDA APHIS Avian Health Program, Editor-in-Chief of Chicken Whisperer Magazine, and author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, Chicken Factor Chicken Poop, and Zero Waste Chicken Keeping, as he welcomes top poultry veterinarians, poultry scientists, and poultry nutritionists to discuss the hot topics in the poultry world today and provide science-based, fact-based, study-based information to help you raise the healthiest poultry possible. And now, here's your host, Andy Schneider. <laughs> All right, thank you very much for being uh, today to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer brought to you by my good friends right next door in Alabama, Tucker Milling. I'm talking about them here in a second. Also, a new sponsor signed up today. I'm actually going to Amazon right now. Um, and so I can share with you nominal deal. There we go. Perfect. Fantastic. All right. We've got a good, good week. Uh, it's been a really good week here on the homestead. We've gotten a lot done, and we definitely can tell that fall is right around the corner. Uh, the last about 10 days, other than the last two days, have been, um, I guess, I don't know if it's easily cool, but you can definitely tell it falls on the way by looking at these on the trees and nighttime temperatures and even daytime temperatures and um, some of the um, wind was blowing in. So uh, definitely follow me here. And I'm so glad. Uh, I'm not a big down here in the south. It just gets so hot. I do welcome fall, just like every year I welcome spring because nobody really likes it cold, but I can tolerate that a lot better than I can pure high mid-90s heat with 100% humidity. Follow welcome around <laughs> here. On the homestead, have a great show line for you. Let me get over here to March 4th. Just to have full time to Dr. McCrae. We're going to be talking about. Uh, initially, told me about this. I wasn't really sure what to expect. I was kind of intrigued, but I was like, well, I don't know. That's going to really interest a lot of our readers because uh, the fall issue is going to have basically this whole podcast uh, that we're talking about today. In a, in a huge article with everything you're going to need to know. But when we started talking about it earlier this week, and it all kind of came around, it made sense. She was telling me some of the opportunities, and I got really excited. But today's episode here, when we get started in a few minutes, uh, is going to be all about educational opportunities for the poultry keeper, including distance learning. Of course, with the pandemic uh, and the schools, including the, uh, the colleges, they're really all going to, or a lot of them, majority of them are going to distance learning, not meeting in person anymore. And even if some are, there's still opportunities where you can literally take that 
college curriculum class on, say, Poultry Science 101. And she's going to get all into that, tell us what, what colleges, what universities are offering this, um, at, at what cost level that you choose, and what classes are available, and how you can really um, this these higher education poultry science, poultry, I guess maybe some poultry veterinarian science classes. So it's going to be a fascinating show. Definitely want to get that pen and paper out. But also, as just a reminder, if we start talking a little faster than you can write, um, all of this is going to be in an article in the upcoming fall issue of Chicken Whisperer magazine, which should be out here next two weeks, maybe three weeks. So we've got that. I want to share with you guys, uh, if you remember last week, we had the CEO of Grubettes, um, and actually Grubettes, he's not a CEO, he's a CEO of another company that actually, an agricultural company that produces Grubettes, which is, of course, the ever so popular natural oven dry black soldier fly larvae. Um, and they have hit the mark over the last uh, few years, and now they've just become extremely popular. Um, I have probably about six months ago, they sent me some uh, of the uh, grubettes. And, and, you know, I'm not a treat person for my chickens. Chickens get traditionally to, uh, they're out of the coop at, you know, 8, 9 in the morning, go back to the coop at 8 or 9 at night, and they have laying pellets and water available. There you have it. Um, and so I'm not a fan with beat dead horse until we're blue faced about why and how and things like that. Uh, but uh, no matter how many shows we do, no matter how many X we have on, no matter how uh, what case we put behind that too many treats are not good for your chickens based on liver disease and everything else. Um, every not to say about it because I'm not included in this. Everybody, a lot of people still, regardless of the science that back it up, still treat their chickens with uh, other than laying pellets, whether it's food scraps, whether it's uh, these microwave mealworms or the uh, black soldier fly larvae that become so popular lately. Uh, but you know, I'm a huge fan here on Homestead uh, giving extracurricular treats. But um, we know you do. So we're always selling to hear a fantastic deal $28.99 for a pound bag. And here on Amazon, the bet that's $13. almost 50% off. Um, and a tremendous, tremendous saving. That's a lot of scratch saving. No one intended um, by purchasing a bet. If you already bought a soldier flower bed, you're going to use them. Now you have an opportunity to say big bucks because you, you buy like the I love my chickens. They're worth it. I guess just work up the big, big bucks. Now, you don't have to. You can have a smile on your face when you buy them instead of grimacing because of the high price that you're paying <laughs> for for treating your chickens, which really I'm not a fan of. Anyway, so that's great news. I don't care how you slice it. So I, I went there uh, and found that out, and I said, i got to share this with everybody, especially all those regular listeners who listened to the show last week. Um, and, and even if you look at the five-pound bag, uh, the five-pound bag is only $29.99, which saves you about, I think it's $25 compared to the competitor's five-pound. So uh, absolutely incredible. Head over to Amazon, Grubets, G-R-U-B-B-E-T-S, and save some scratch out of your wallet. Uh, if um, if you're looking at uh, – if you want to try them, great. 
it's not a huge investment to try them. And then if you like them, you can continue, but, but save that money, folks. Uh, that's a huge savings. All righty, I'm going to go to our first commercial break. When I come back, I welcome poultry scientist Dr. McCray. Get those pens and paper ready during the break uh, because this is going to be fantastic. We're all about, and you know, all of our regular listeners, you know about us being science-based, fact-based, study-based information uh, by professional um, poultry educators here on this show. And this show is going to give you some information about how you can continue your education. Instead of trusting a blog, instead of trusting that chicken forum or that chicken group, now you can, I mean, how fun would it be to be able to uh, uh, distance learning, remote, take a, a college-level class on poultry science uh, or the, uh, I don't know, anatomy of a chicken, all this stuff that may be available to you that Dr. McRae is going to share with us. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this short break. Exciting show. When you need an incubator, think Brincy, the incubation specialists. Brincy has been a world-leading manufacturer of quality incubators for almost 40 years. They manufacture incubators that hold anywhere from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity controls and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and receive 10% off your entire order. Order your new incubator today at Brincy.com. That's B-R-I-N-S-E-A.com. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at IdealPoultry.com. That's IdealPoultry.com. Metzer Farms is now hatching and shipping the premier egg layer. This girl is consistently laying jumbo eggs with a higher nutrient density and lower water content than your eggs now. She is an extremely hardy bird and the most heat and cold tolerant egg layer available, allowing for year-round outdoor production. An eggshell unmatched in sturdiness and thickness, making cracks a thing of the past. Increase your health and double your egg profits. Of course, we're talking about ducks. Duck eggs are revered by chefs for their succulent flavor and by bakers for being the better baking egg. Learn more about this extraordinary duck, the Golden 300, or any of our other 35-plus breeds of ducks and geese at MetzerFarms.com and order your next flock from us. And now we return to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer with your host, Andy Schneider. Already sorry, sorry about that dead air. Uh, I got a text from Dr. McRae uh, about that the sound was a little choppy, so I do apologize about that. Um, you never know. It comes and go with the podcast. We've been doing this for 12 years, and, and some days are better than others. I guess it just depends on connectivity and, and the, the switchboard, and, and it's broadcast through the podcast out of New York City, and I'm down here in Atlanta, so uh, there could be many, many different variables of sound quality. So I disconnected. I got back on. I reopened the uh, um, um, 
reopen the switchboard here and I think we're all good or at least we hope we sound better now. I do apologize for the technical difficulty. I'm just glad Dr. McCray. Um, uh, let's see if we can get her to call back in. There we go. And then we'll go ahead and get started with the show. But I'm not sure how much of that you missed, so I'll just recap very quickly. Um, go and check out Grabets at uh, Amazon, and you will receive a ton, 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 ton uh, of uh, savings. Was that doing that? Okay, that may be something that was going on. My wife came over. She's the computer expert in the uh, household and made a correction on her laptop. Um, which is the best one that we have, which is brand spanking new. We spent a nice pretty penny on it because she teaches out of the house uh, remote learning uh, nationwide and actually to children in China to speak English. So uh, we justified spending the big bucks on her laptop, and that's what I'm on now. There we go. Now the uh, uh, let's go ahead and bring on Dr. McCray. Thank you very much for uh, being there we go. Uh, letting me know about that, and hopefully we'll hopefully we'll have fixed the problem through our technical difficulty oh, analyzation. Yeah. Cool. You sound Sounds way better. That's fantastic. I'm glad. There's there's always something. You know, at 12 years we know all the little tricks, or we hope we do, and so we just go through <laughs> that entire list uh, when we have issues on sound or whatever. And and if that list doesn't work, then we know it's something out of our control. But thank goodness it it worked because now we're to the meat and potatoes, what everybody wants to hear. Uh, about this really fantastic show about I just named it educational opportunities for the poultry keeper, oh, yeah. including including distance learning. So uh, which is so popular right now. So um, we've even seen our podcast numbers go up tremendously since the pandemic because people aren't getting out. They're staying at home. They're staying on the computer there. And tons of people got chickens this year for the first time. So we've seen our numbers increase tremendously over the last few months, which is fantastic uh, on the podcast. But um I'm going to turn it over to you because I'm going to be taking notes, too. I want to know the best deal and what prices are available and, and all of that because we, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and I was I was very interested in, in at least trying one of the ones you're going to mention just to see how it goes. And who well, doesn't don't disappear on me No, because I'm going to ask not. you a few questions to start off, okay? I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. All right. So when everything kind of went into, like, full shutdown mode and – you know, there was just like, yeah, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't go to the mall, to the movies, because of COVID. Use three words to describe how that made you feel. Okay, let's see. Three, because I'm not sure I'm the best candidate to answer that, because we're already kind of hermits. We're already kind of homebodies. We already have a homestead. We don't leave much anyway. Okay, well, you couldn't take your kids to certain activities like summer camp. Okay, maybe um, church. Church Churches closed down. Uh, his his trail life and her American, American Heritage Girls shut down, yeah, for, for in-person classes. So three so. words to describe how that made you feel. Oh, goodness. Um, let's see. Re- restricted. Um, let's see. Um, three words. Contained. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Um, and frustrated. Yeah. I don't know. That's frustrated the is probably not... what a lot of people feel. <laughs> And some people will just straight up say bored. 
And, okay. you know, usually they, they get together on, you know, like I'm a knitter, meeting with knitting groups or meeting, seeing people, interacting with people. Um, that's part of life. But students on campuses are facing a different scenario. Um, every campus is different. Around here, classes are going on as usual, but if you turn positive, you are sent back to your home or wherever that is, and you learn remotely. That is true with just about any of the universities. They've got a remote learning option for students that might have been exposed, are in a quarantine period, or have turned positive um, and still want to keep keep on top of their classes, keep understanding the lecture material. Um, so most of these universities, whether they like it or not, have had to do kind of a flex system. They've got to be able to offer the class to the student in one way or another, either through a program called Zoom, and let me tell you, a lot of people are sick of Zoom, but <laughs> if you've always wanted to learn from the best, our nation's top minds in poultry science, well, here's the silver lining in COVID if you've got chickens. Most of them are recording their classes now. For students. So you either have to become a student, a non-degree seeking student at that university in order to access these recordings, mm -hmm. or you can do something that's kind of, kind of not that common, but, you know, it's out there. It's, it's common enough that everyone understands the term. It's called auditing, auditing a class. That's when you are there just for the love of learning. You're not trying to build up credits for a degree. You're not aiming towards a diploma. You're there because you love to learn and you want to learn more. So, you know, sometimes there's assigned a no, no grade for someone who's auditing a class. Um, but it might be pass-fail or satisfactory, unsatisfactory, depending on the terminology that each and every different university likes to use. So here's that silver lining. You want access to the best? You want to learn from folks who are just top-notch in their field? This semester, next semester, are probably your best shot nationwide. Because as soon as possible, these universities are going to go back to face-to-face -to -face and very quickly drop these remote learning opportunities. Because let's just be honest here. Andy, are you a pro at Zoom? By far, I am not. Now, my wife, Jen, she would probably be at that pro level as much as she uses it daily. But me, no yeah. way. I'll sit on the other side of the laptop, and I'll have her control all the Zoom controls, and I'll just look into the camera and look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, professors, you know, they're, a lot of them have been doing this for, you know, 
17, 18, 20, blah, 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 number of years. And this whole Zoom thing is new to them. They're not exactly comfortable with it, but if the university mandates it, they're going to learn and they're going to figure it out. But they're not comfortable with it. So um, just be aware (laughs) that not every professor is a Zoom pro. They may be looking at the wrong spot in the room, and that's where they think the camera is. (laughs) That's not where the camera is. (laughs) Or... They may be trying to point something out and they're just a little too far away or too far zoomed in. You know, there's 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 aspects that are that are good and bad. So folks, look, honestly, advantage of this. There are six major poultry science departments in the United States. Only six. And they are Hey, Andy, where am I at? I know you are at Auburn. There's one close to me, GA. Yes, I'm at Auburn University, and you started to kind of sound choppy again. I'm I'm sorry to deliver that news to you. Um, but Auburn University is one of those universities that has a poultry science department. Um, UGA has a poultry science department. Uh, Mississippi State University has a poultry science department. Texas A&M University has a poultry science department, a huge poultry science department. The University of Arkansas has a poultry science department and a center of excellence. And North Carolina State University has a poultry science department. So if I'm, after I've done the research on this particular article, in order of accessibility and friendliness toward auditing classes I would have to and affordability I would have mm-hmm. to say it's Auburn Texas A&M University University of Arkansas North Carolina State Mississippi State and UGA University of Georgia mm-hmm. so let's go through some of the logistics that you are going to, to have to walk yourself through in order to audit a class or become a non-degree-seeking student in order to take the class. And I'm going to warn you right now that if you're a non-degree-seeking student, you're going to pay the same rate as a degree-seeking student. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Auburn University, where I'm at, um, you know, they are not going to make you become a student. They have kind of an out for you, and it's called OLLI, the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute. And get this, folks. Normally, it's for people age 50 and over. There's some wiggle room there. But you're not going to be taking any of these classes for units. Don't expect it, credits, units, hours, whatever you want to call it. This is just for lifelong learning and the fun of learning. And I love telling people this. <laughs> at Ollie, here at Auburn, for a whole year, all you have to do 
to become a member and just be a member. It's 50 bucks a year. And if you're an Ollie member, you can audit any class you want at the university. Ha ha! So all the poultry science classes at Auburn University are basically available to you for 50 bucks. How about them apples? So here's a couple of hoops you do have to jump through. Number one, normally Ollie is for local folks. They want you to come pick up your community ID, which is a local thing. So this opportunity may only be really solid this semester, and they're not even sure if they're going to be able to do things remotely next semester. I don't know if this will work next semester. We'll have to see. I don't have a crystal ball. The department doesn't have a crystal ball. We'll just have to wait. Mm-hmm. The second hoop that you have to jump through is that you have to get the professor's permission to audit their class. And that's as simple as, um, you know, calling them first or emailing them and explaining why you have an interest in auditing their class. Um, I've already talked to the person who handles most of the, uh, the, the introductory classes, which is Dr. Wallace Berry. He's already retired, but he's continuing to teach a tiny bit longer actually through next spring, and that's it. Um, he's like, come, folks, just fill up my class. I'm recording them anyhow, and just come. You are more than welcome. However, you still need an email from Dr. Wally or Wallace Berry that you would hand over or email to the Ollie folks and say, yep, I paid my $50. Um, this is the class I want to take. Here's the professor. Um, acceptance of um, and I do this remotely and you know that that's really up to a, a kind of a separate department um, that you know does the the IDs and we're not sure if that's going to work next semester whether you know COVID will still be around or maybe we'll have a vaccine by then and all this will go away who knows but there you have it. So what is being offered next spring at Auburn University that might interest you folks? Okay. Well, Dr. Barry's Introduction to Poultry Science. There are no prerequisites. And keep in mind, some of these classes do have prerequisites. And some of the universities are not going to waive the prerequisites, even if you're audited. Some professors are totally cool with it. So you will have to look up the course catalog at each of those universities for the spring of 2021. Not all universities have 2021 spring out yet. You might have to wait a few more weeks um, for them to finish those up and get out there for the public consumption or student consumption, I guess. Um, but if there is a prerequisite that you can ask if Understand that if you are in a class that has a prerequisite, you will probably come across subject matter 
questions that are going to be beyond you because you didn't take the class that prepared you for it. You should not be using up professor classroom time asking those questions. They have a goal each day in the completion of a certain amount of material to cover, and they're... If you are constantly making them backtrack, they might drop you from the class. So um, out of respect for the professor, you might want to ask those questions during their office hours or, honestly, it's better off on your own to go look that up make sure you have a thorough understanding of it on your own. Okay? So might have missed some material. You might be fine. So there are no prerequisites for construction of poultry science or poultry 1000 with Dr. Barry. He also teaches another class, one that I'm going to be taking this coming spring, which is poultry breeding for It does have a biology prerequisite. Luckily, I've had biology, and he was totally cool with me, you know, having a, I don't know, 15-year-old degree in poultry science and not taking that class. So that's the poultry 3060 class. Um, something else that might be of interest to um, to your listeners is poultry physiology. Um, that has a prerequisite. Um, there's also one that I think would be interesting, but I think might be more hands-on face-to-face. Folks, you're going to have to talk to all the professor and ask that principles of animal feed manufacturing. That's not just poultry feed. I think that's all animal feed. Um, might be really interesting. Uh, this semester, and so this next semester is a good opposite to that. Uh, Advanced commercial poultry production does have quite a few prerequisites. Um, there's a further poultry process, further poultry processing class. That, um, a really good one. When my office was temporarily that, and the poultry science yeah, they were cooking every week. It was great. It was awesome. It smelled great too. <laughs> Well, there's all that yummy coming out of there. Um, students have a, a project where they're actually creating a new poultry food item. I, I remember when you were trying Flaming Hot Joe's chicken hot dogs, I think they were, or sausages. I can't remember. But, yeah, students come up with these ideas, and then they got to put it together and serve it and see how people like it. Um there's also, lastly, a Principles of Food class, and we're not sure who's going to teach that because that, that person hasn't come on board yet for this spring. Um, but it's a good class if you're interested in maybe processing your own chicken. Um, it's good to know some of that info. Um, so that's what they're offering in the spring. Of course, some of these classes are offered every other spring, but that's what they're offering next spring. Um, you might, I don't know, maybe we'll be doing this again next fall. I'm not sure. So, you know, maybe some of these classes, you can check out the course catalog for fall and talk to the professor and see what's going on. The um, 
the other university that does an outstanding job as far as accessibility to the average person is Texas A&M University. Actually, Texas A&M University has the nation's largest culture science department because they have something like 290 undergraduate students. Oh, wow. Huge. Yeah, huge. Um, they've been doing remote learning and distance education for years. They're doing this to the point that they have one person dedicated to getting people through the distance, distance education stuff. And that includes auditing classes. Her name is Liz Herschler. Her contact information will be in the magazine article. But, you know, you can call her and learn more. Of course, you should ahead of time look through the course catalog and see what classes sound interesting. Um, and now, ask her, hey, is this going to be face-to-face? Is this going to be, you know, is this something I can I can do through auditing? How is the professor, you know, she's on top of it. Now, it's not as good of a price deal as Ollie. Each class that you take, whether you're in a certificate program, because they do offer certificate programs for, like, meat birds. Um, where you get, you know, a set of four classes and then you get a certificate. Uh, but even if you're auditing a class, you pay the same price. It's 450 bucks. So next spring, they're offering general avian science, which is like, you know, introduction to poultry science, um, breeder and hatchery management, um, commercial industry, industry. There is a nutrition class, but it has a prerequisite that is biochemistry. So you need to talk to the professor. You need to talk to Ms. Hurst. You might have the background for it. You might not. Um, she thought there was a couple other classes that might interest your listeners, Andy. One okay. that was called Instincts and Behavior. Mm. Now that's that's for all the animal species, as well as animal welfare. Because you're basically learning the information and techniques that you use for all the animal species, not just poultry. And one that I'm really seriously considering is called Game Birds and Ornamental Fowl. Hmm. Talk about a fun class. You all might be seeing me in that class. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, it's accessible, but it's more expensive. Um, but you're also not necessarily limited to spring 2021. Texas A&M University really makes their classes available. You might be able to look at, you know, look at their fall classes and go, oh, hey, okay, well, I, I always want to take, you know, a class on – Embryology, they offer that. So you can take a look at it. Um, people out in industry use the Texas A&M University classes because sometimes, you know, you're hired right out of college for a job and because you have the right leadership skills and you got a go-get-em attitude but you've never had a poultry science class in your life, 
Um, a lot of those folks who take the certificate program, which includes breeder and hatchery management, general avian science, um, I think there's like commercial broiler industry, and another one that I can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. But there you go. Um, University of Arkansas. Um, they have a poultry science department. Um, they don't offer quite as much. Universities that don't offer quite as much. But after having conversations with these departments, they're beginning to realize they they have an opportunity here. So it sounded very promising at the University of Arkansas that they might be they might be you know opening up their doors a little bit more. There's a $60 fee for you to apply to be a student at University of Arkansas, a distance learning student. So first you have to apply to be a student. That's 60 bucks. The deadline is December 1st. Um, you do have to look at and see if there's any prerequisite classes, but if you're taking a three-credit class or three-unit class or three-hour class, whatever they call it, you're looking at both in-state and out-of-state tuition fees. Mm. Or if you are an Arkansas resident for a three-credit class, are y'all sitting down? $973.41. Now, if you are an out-of-state student, uh oh. <laughs> Two thousand six hundred and twenty-two dollars and eight. For that one three-hour class, good grief! For that, no, three credit class, three credit okay, class, which okay. may or may not contain a lab. It may or may not be more than three hours a week. Um, but what they are offering you in spring of twenty twenty-one is breeder management, poultry nutrition, poultry diseases. I forgot to mention at Texas A&M University that game birds and ornamental fowl, they go through disease breeding too. Cool. Um, pretty comprehensive class. But back to University of Arkansas. They also thought that there was one that might be of interest to your, your listeners, Andy. One is called small animal farming. Hmm. And one is called legal issues in animal agriculture. So. Okay. A lot of interesting stuff that's offered to students at um, the poultry science department. Um, let's move on to the East Coast, North Carolina State University, NCSU. Okay. Um, they were very much restrictive. Um, they they wanted you to first apply as a non-degree seeking student, and that's a forty dollar fee. Okay. Um, they will expect that you'll have the prerequisites first. Um, it, the person that I spoke with really only wanted to tell me about one class that she thought was appropriate, and that was their corporate science and production class uh, for auditing. And that, was, um, that also has a lab. 
So that's the gatekeeper class, essentially. That if once you get that class out of the way, that's the prerequisite course for classes mm-hmm. that are offered in other semesters. Um, so poultry anatomy and physiology, poultry nutrition, incubation and breeding class. So um, just know that, uh, again, you'll be paying the same amount as a student who's seeking a degree there. So for a three-credit class, um, they're in-state tuition. So those of you who live in North Carolina, $710.64. A little bit better. Uh, not so much if you're out of state. That's a little bit more than Arkansas. <laughs> they're $2,747.64. My goodness. So, yeah. (laughs) Just keep that in mind, (laughs) y'all. Even I'm just kind of like, nope. (laughs) Sounds like like for us over 50, the Ollie program at Auburn is a home run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, some... Some of these universities are really set up for distance learning. Most of them aren't uh, because, you know, the poultry industry tends to get students that already have the classes. But, you know, if not, then they tend to send them to Texas A&M University for the certificate program. Although North Carolina State University does have kind of a certificate program for seed milling. And it's well-known. Feed mill design, feed milling. Um, check it out on their website. It's pretty neat. Uh, then we've got Mississippi State University. Um, they, are, they are not distance learning savvy, not like Texas A&M University. Um, they are normally a face-to-face. That's what they're very quickly wanting to get back to. And the only class that they do offer online is commercial poultry production. Hmm. However, it does not matter what state you live in when you do distance education at at Mississippi State University. You're going to pay the in-state tuition amount. So... First things first, they want you to become a student, okay, non-degree-seeking student. That's $40. Then I was able to find online that if you're paying an in-state tuition per credit hour amount, um, that's $391.75. So if it's a three-credit class, take three ninety-one seventy-five. Multiply that by three. Um, so, yeah, and they were very much, nope, we don't do auditing. You got to be a student. So what they're offering, um, you know, what they do teach in the spring, they really only want to open it up to the commercial poultry production but they do offer the classes I thought might be of interest. Who knows? Maybe you've got local folks who can mm-hmm. go take a class. Avian reproduction, that's four credits. Feed manufacturing, three credits. Poultry product safety and sanitation, that's two credits. 
So, you know, there's a, there's a variety of classes that might be of interest. Um, Andy, Not I have here? bad news, man. I'm, I've got bad news. <laughs> what state? What state do you live in? We're in the good old state of Georgia. And that's the number one poultry producing state. And that's and true. what major poultry department is near you? Where is it at? University of Georgia in Athens. There you go. However, if you wanted to take a class this spring, you can't. <laughs> that deadline apparently was August 15th. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, you got to know three quarters of a year ahead of time if you might want to take a class, auditing or not. So, no. Sorry, guys. The University of Georgia, their doors are closed to you. So hmm. unless you're going to, you know, maybe wait for next fall, then no. <laughs> next yeah. next fall and spring of 2022, you've got to, you know, get your kinks worked out, you know, before they even know if the class will be offered remotely. you got to apply. <laughs> okay. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, they weren't even going to talk to me about what classes might be offered next spring. Cause what was the point there? You know, yeah. you can't take Nobody them. Can sign up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you have it folks. Um, most of you are probably, you know, if you, if this is your thing, if you love your chickens and you're like, you know, I just want to know more. They're just the coolest birds. And they are. I mean, heck, there's a whole degree dedicated to it, so you're not alone. Um, Texas A&M University is very welcoming, as is um, Auburn University. you got to check with each professor. Check okay. with each professor. Some professors are going to be like, you've got to have these prerequisites or you're wasting your time. Um, always be kind and polite when reaching out to these professors because this is a stressful semester for them. Most of the professors teach maybe only a couple times a year and having to switch to a remote has them stressed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. don't be surprised if some of them are just like straight up. No, um, you know, just say, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to be a pain here. But, you know, your class has always intrigued me. Um, I promise I won't ask six million questions. <laughs> Would you please consider taking me as a student? Um, and then some professors are just, like, totally cool with it. But you don't know who's going to be on the other end of that phone call. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Um, questions. What questions do you have, Andy? I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to see the article when it comes out in the magazine so I can read over it nice and slow. And then uh, it's still everything I heard on the podcast today. It sounds like that Auburn or Texas A&M are the, are the best bet. And for me, obviously, it being close by um, and the fact that it's only, you know, sounds like 50 bucks for the year or whatever. You know, well, that's, sounds, that's if they still, you know, that's, that's if they still don't make you come get that card. Otherwise, you got to go. Right. I'll drive to Auburn. That car. What is it? About two and a half hours, three hours. 
You've been to my place you? before. Yeah, to come over to yeah, Auburn three hours. There's always traffic in, in Atlanta, so I'd say three. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So, well, fantastic. This is great because, you know, I can see I've met a lot of people over the years that, that would absolutely take advantage of this. I've met some people that would absolutely take advantage of the $450 fee at Texas A&M. The, the other ones at, it's at $900, $2,700, I'm not so sure. But uh, I think 450 is not out of the question for a lot of, of chicken lovers I've met over the last uh, couple of decades. So I can see maybe uh, having a few people sign up for this. So thank you for yeah, all the Yeah, and once you've, got a, once, once you've got that community ID card for Auburn, basically you've got an ID number, and you can take any class. I mean, you could take a class twice, I'm sure, if you wanted. I don't know why you would, but I guess maybe if you got COVID. But, you know, is, the classes are recorded, so you can right. kind of enjoy them at your leisure. <laughs> All right. That's well, thank cool. you, That's Andy. Cool. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. Yeah, thank you for coming on. And thanks. I mean, that this obviously just listening took tons of time and tons of research and a little bit of frustration, depending on who you got on the other end of the phone. <laughs> so thank yeah, you. Some, some uh, folks were like, you want a what? I'm like, I'm writing an article. <laughs> For who? Like, hold on, folks. Yep. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so right, much, folks. and uh, we'll Enjoy. see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Take care. All righty. That was poultry scientist Dr. Bridget McRae, and uh, she's over extension over at Auburn University for the whole state of Alabama, and she's uh, been coming on the show for probably uh, at least a decade. She's a contributor to Chicken Whisperer Magazine. She's co-author of several of my books and just a real great friend. So we hope you enjoyed that portion of our show. We're going to commercial break. We'll be back right after this. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, cacklehatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's cacklehatchery.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFRadio.com. That's GQFRadio.com. Since 1921, Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg's family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for both the beginner and experienced poultry keeper. Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it's time to order your new day-old baby chicks and poultry supplies. Order online today at strombergschickens.com. That's strombergschickens.com. 
And now we return to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer with your host, Andy Schneider. All righty, I was just looking over here for some more information that I wanted to um, share with you guys. And one thing that a, a product, um, and this is new, y'all hadn't probably heard this uh, live from me in a, in a while, but uh, one product that I was introduced to about 12 years ago was uh, Patrick Haley and his business and his products, Carefree Enzymes. And what I'm going to focus on today with you guys, um, and, and I'm doing um, some some research now because it is the hot summer part, of, you know, at time, and it is in Georgia, and we all um, have issues um, with the algae built up in the, in the waterers and things like that. And so I, I was looking at, I think I was in a uh, Facebook uh, group the other day, or I guess it was a couple of weeks ago because I've been doing this now for a couple of weeks. And someone asked that question, like, what do you do about the green algae buildup in your waterers? Or how often do you clean your waterers? And this, that, and the other. And by far the majority of the answers were apple cider vinegar. That seems to be out there if you're in these blogs or forums or whatever. The the, the one thing that's going to fix everything. Oh, my bird has merrick's apple cider vinegar. My Birds have worms, apple cider vinegar. I've got buildup in my uh, apple cider vinegar. Oh, I've got a, a vent gleet of apple cider vinegar. So it's just kind of the, 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 the quackery claim fix everything type of thing out on the blogs and forums. And so we do know based on studies that are out there uh, that uh, apple cider vinegar can inhibit calcium absorption, which is definitely not going to be good for your laying hens, because then if they're not being able to utilize the calcium out of the laying pellets, the laying nutritionally balanced laying feed, then they'll take more calcium out of their own bones every single day to create that eggshell, and that's just not going to end up being a healthy bird. That is not good for them. So um, I want to share with you guys an alternative to that, um, and it does more than just uh, you know help with the green algae in the hot summer months and your plastic five-gallon waterers or your one-gallon or your three-gallon or your seven-gallon waterers, um, and that is a product called Water Protector from Carefree Enzymes. And what I've been doing lately is I've been putting one cap full in a five. I don't. I, don't, I read the directions and it said this is what we recommend. I'm a plain guy. I like to do things simply. It's easy to share, and I can get some outcome. And so I've been just doing one cap. That might be right. That may be wrong. It may take three caps. It may take a half a cap. I'm, <laughs> I'm easy. One cap of this in a five-gallon waterer. We've got four of those five-gallon waterers that we use here on a daily basis. Um, and because um, I wanted to see basically how it worked with not just the green algae, but we also know because it uses enzymes, if you happen to have a bird poop in your waterer, and don't tell me that you've never had that happen, they do it, they do it all the time. So those of you who, who claim, my chickens are so smart, these are the smartest birds on the planet, yeah, and then you have a bird say, ooh, look, clean, fresh water. I think I'll poop in it. Um, yeah, that's real smart. <laughs> so um, so it, even even with the, um, uh, the bacteria from the poop, these enzymes make that water safer to drink for your birds, cleaner to drink for your birds because it's got the natural enzymes in it. It's also going to break down that algae. Um, and I have seen an impressive... Uh, difference and impressive results by using this Carefree Enzymes Water Protector. They may have it at Tractor Supply. You may see it at one of your other small mom and pop 
um, stores. If not, you can ask for them to get it. But but you can I'm sure you can buy it online. I don't even know if it's on Amazon, but you can go to carefreeenzymes.com um, uh, and uh, and check them out. In fact, I can go ahead and do that now. But it's called Water Protector. They have a bunch of other products. Um, carefree. Let's do this right now with everybody. N-Z-Y-M-E-S, and we've got carefreeenzymes.com, and then we can hit products, and it's going to come up, and you'll just look for uh, water protector, and then you can read um, all about it, products, pets, I would think, and then I think we'd probably go to poultry, where is it? Trying to find it here. I don't know if my computer drop down is that far. Product oh, agricultural poultry, healthy pen poultry protector, water protector. There it is. We'll click on that. We found it. So it comes in a gallon jug and it looks like a big quart, and then it's got uh, a little bit smaller, maybe a, a pint uh, there, and you can read about, uh, read all about it. Uh, Clean, clear water, healthiest environment, um, helps with food absorption, provides clean, clear, healthy water, and is effective on plastic and galvanized steel waterers. Now, remember, you cannot use that apple cider vinegar and the galvanized steel waterers because they will rust and will eat right through them in a short amount of time. So that's always a big no-no. Essential enzymes provide birds with added digestive enzymes for better food absorption. Clean water is essential to maintaining healthy birds. Uh, prevents buildup of film, residue, and natural contaminants for all poultry and fowl. Also safe for other livestock drinkers. Uh, nothing is more important overall health of your flock than clean, fresh water. So change your bird's water daily first. Uh, prior to use, thoroughly clean the drinker, fountain, or waterers inside and out, making sure the surfaces are thoroughly rinsed and clean of all residue. Then, after refilling with water, add water protector at a rate of uh, here we go. Seven capfuls per gallon of drinking water. Also, contents of bottle making about 16-gallon solution. Further effective use of plastic galvanized heated water. Okay, so it's saying here, because on the directions of the bottle that I have, it gives you an amount, um, however many ounces per gallon. And this says seven capfuls per gallon of drinking water. And so I've been using way less than that, and I've gotten actually results. I'm using one cap for a five-gallon waterer, and I'm telling you right now, I can definitely tell a difference in the heat of Georgia in a five-gallon waterer, and we, we add water every day, if not at least every other day, and it depends on if it's a cooler day, they don't drink as much, but we've got one, three, four, at least four five-gallon waterers here that we use every day, and most every day they get filled, but every other day, and I've been using a cap full, and I didn't do it in one of them, and uh, the difference between the three plus the one is night and day just using one capful of this uh, um, product. I would encourage you, if you are already using apple cider vinegar for that algae, algae, there are some negative effects of using that apple cider vinegar in those waterers. You can't use it in the galvanized steel waterers either. Is to take a look at water protector, try it out, uh, compare it to what you're using now, just do one time, and then let me know the results. You can email me with those because I want to hear from you because you know many a times I'm like, don't take my word for it. Look at the reviews. Don't take my word for it. Look at these comments below this post or that post to people who are actually using it other than me. Uh, so you don't think it's just a, a biased opinion. But I've had a relationship with this company for 12 years. Um, and uh, they have tons of great products. You can try their poultry protector. Um, and um, 
and other things that they've got that use all natural enzymes. But we've the last two weeks have started uh, rigorously using this uh, water protector and, and we've seen with our own eyes a big difference here in the hot south with that algae buildup. So I want to share that with you because that's ongoing right now uh, on the farm. We're doing that daily this afternoon when I go out and fill up all the waterers. Um, and, uh, and, and look, because I'm the one that cleans them. I'm the one that's got the brush. Uh, and it's it's fantastic that, oh, you know what? These are lasting a lot longer in between me having to scrub all that algae out of here. Um, so so try it. I think you'll probably like it a lot better than apple cider vinegar, and it won't have negative effects of apple cider vinegar either on your waterers or on your birds uh, with uh, in, uh, inhibiting calcium absorption, which we know know is uh, is huge. So I wanted to share that with you as well because we're actively uh, doing that uh, testing here on the farm with that product, but I've, I've used their products for 12 years uh, off and on, and um, we got introduced about 12 years ago with Patrick, and I still meet with him about once a year and have lunch uh, meetings and then um, uh, several emails, So, and I'm always asking him questions about stuff, but it's called uh, Carefree Enzymes, and it's a water protector and uh, check it out. That's going to wrap up another show today. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned a lot. I apologize if there were sound issues earlier. Uh, I think we may have got those fixed. If not, don't fret. All of the information that Dr. McRae shared is going to be in the fall issue of Chicken Whisperer Magazine. You'll be able to read that for free at chickenwhisperermagazine.com. You can read all the articles we've ever written in Chicken Whisperer Magazine over the last six years for free at chickenwhisperermagazine.com. Poultry scientists, poultry veterinarians, poultry nutritionists that write for the magazine, no silly bloggers, no silly, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a real deal, folks. And you can subscribe to the digital edition absolutely free, chickenwhisperermagazine.com. That's going to wrap it up, folks. We do appreciate you listening today. Next week, See what we got here. The first, oh, next week, Dr. Pateski will be on. Looking forward to that. He's a poultry veterinarian out at UC Davis. And um, I'm not sure of the topic yet, but I will definitely let you know as soon as I hear anything. That's next Thursday right here on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. This has been Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling with your host, Andy Schneider. For more information, find us on the web at chickenwhisperer.com, on Facebook by typing in The Chicken Whisperer, on Twitter at Backyard Poultry, and on Instagram at The Real Chicken Whisperer. Thanks for listening. Yeah.